Episode 15, Daily Habits to Support Your Peaceful Parenting, Part 1. You're listening to the Mother's Awakening Podcast, bite-sized episodes to support your spiritual, personal and parental awakening so you can live, grow and parent from peace. Hi guys, my name is Jessica Crino. I'm a spiritual mindset and parenting coach and mother to three beautiful boys. So today I'd like to talk about habits and how our own habits play such a huge role in our parenting and in our family lives. So many mothers I speak to struggle to see themselves as peaceful parents. They struggle to see the progress they're making towards becoming more peaceful in their parenting and feeling more peaceful in their parenting. And this is because their focus is put on the end result. It's all well and good to, I guess, to know where we're heading, to to have a goal as to where we want to go. But when we focus solely on that goal, on the end result, we end up actually seeing the gap between where we are and where we want to be. And we assume that we're failing because the gap seems so large. The problem here is not that there's a gap, but rather the fact that we naturally tend to focus on the gap and not what's filling the gap. We all know that life is a sum of our days and that how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. But what we need to do is break it down further and look at what actually makes up our days. Whether we realize it or not, our days are made up of habits and how deliberate we are will determine how conscious or unconscious these habits are, which in turn means that these habits will determine whether we are closing the gap between where we are and where we want to be or whether we're actually heading in another direction. Aristotle said, we are what we do repeatedly. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. So in other words, we don't just become peaceful parents. We don't just wake up one morning and suddenly love how we're doing in our parenting. We get there through a process of small, conscious, daily habits. Most of the time, these habits seem so small to make a difference. But it's these small, seemingly insignificant habits that actually end up making the biggest change. So before I go further, I must say that this is absolutely not me saying that there is this end mark where we can reach this magical place of perfection in our parenting. Although I know a lot of us want that, it's impossible to be perfect in our parenting. And honestly, striving for perfection just leaves us, I guess, never feeling peaceful within our parenting. What I mean by there is that space of being at peace within, knowing that we are imperfect, that we are good enough parents who focus on the connection and relationship with our child, who have self-compassion and who make conscious decisions daily to be moving in the direction of who we set out to be. Not perfect, imperfect, good enough. Wow, it's just started raining, so I'm sorry if this comes through the audio. So the easy part is knowing what we want to be that peaceful parent who is calm and conscious. The harder part is knowing what habits actually get us there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually break this episode into two parts. This episode 
we'll cover habits in relation to our own selves. And the next week's episode will be in relation to how we are with our children, our actual parenting. So the way I like to see it and what really helped me was to grasp the idea that being a peaceful parent is holistic. It's not just a set of rules that we follow. It actually requires a particular lifestyle. I say this because our lifestyle actually determines whether we have enough energy to be peaceful in our parenting or whether we're depleted of energy for our parenting. We all know we can't pour from an empty cup. So first and foremost, our focus needs to be on not how we're parenting or what our children are doing, but rather how we can support ourselves to have the energy and inner peace required to show up in a peaceful way, regardless of our children's actions. So in other words, the focus needs to be put on our lifestyle decisions and habits so that we can gain the energy and inner peace we need to show up in that calm and conscious way. How we show up in our parenting has a tremendous effect on our children's behavior and on how we see and handle our children's behavior. So we can have two instances where our child is doing the exact same thing. One instance where we have a full cup, where we have inner peace within ourselves and the other where we don't and we will respond completely differently in both situations. The only variable there is how we are within ourselves. So for today, I thought I'd break down some key areas of focus, which habits can be formed to really help us move toward having a, I guess, holistically healthy lifestyle to in turn support our peaceful parenting. So the first key area is our own physical well-being. Now, I don't want this episode to be overwhelming and I don't want to create a huge to-do list for you. So I'm going to keep it super, super simple because as I said, it's the small things that make a difference. If we, if we bite off more than we can chew, then we end up just giving up. So when it comes to our physical well-being, we all know what we need to do to be healthy. We need activity and we need nutritious food. We know this, but it can be so daunting because obviously activity requires time to exercise and many parents don't have extra time in their days. And when it comes to food, it can be hard because it requires preparation. And also food is a source of comfort for a lot of people. And when we're already having a difficult day, especially as mums, if we're home with the kids, it can be easy to just go to the fridge and comfort ourselves with food. But what I want to say is, and maybe I should tell you my backstory, I didn't start exercising until after my 30s, and after I turned 30, sorry, and now I exercise most days. And up until five years ago, my diet honestly consisted of eating either KFC or McDonald's weekly. So I can speak from experience when I say that it's, it's hard to change these habits, but I also know that it's totally possible to make these habit changes. So what I want to offer today is rather than seeing a huge daunting change to make, start small. Aim to exercise for five minutes a day. If you have young children, do it while you, you know, you're at the park together. While they're playing, you run around the bike track once or twice. Once you've done this for a few days, it'll motivate you to extend the exercise to seven minutes, then 10 minutes, then 20 minutes. 
the more times you do those small steps, the more it will become a habit and the more you'll want to keep going back for more and feel accomplished in doing so. And if you build it into your daily routine at the same time each day, it will just be expected. There will be no decision making in terms of do I exercise or don't I? It will just become what you do at that time of the day. When it comes to food, take the same approach. Don't look at huge changes to start off with. You will get to the huge changes naturally by starting small. So don't cut anything out. Start small. Start with, I'm going to replace a chocolate bar with a protein bar. Simple as that. Each small conscious decision you make will motivate you and empower you to make the next good decision, the next good decision, the next good decision, until honestly you find yourself not wanting the junky food and actually choosing the the healthier option. I don't eat gluten and I don't eat sugar. And, and that came from really small steps and empowering myself through those small steps to get to those bigger, um, I guess, goals. So the second key area to focus on is our own mental well-being or our mindset. Now, when it comes to small habits for our mindset, a lot of this comes down to self-talk. This can be changed dramatically by deliberately choosing to think more positively, to, uh, you know, be grateful. But it's really overwhelming when we first start off. It's, it's, it's like trying to find a needle in a haystack. When we first start paying attention to our thoughts and trying to change our thoughts and and move to a better mindset, it really is like finding a needle in a haystack. So to start off with, I encourage you to start small once again by starting with one single affirmation that you repeat throughout your day. Make the affirmation almost an antidote for a recurring struggle you have. So, for example, if you tend to have perfectionist qualities and expect perfection from yourself, perhaps your affirmation could be, I give myself permission to be imperfect. It is okay to be imperfect. It is okay to make mistakes. One of those is fine or choose your own. If you need to, set a reminder in your phone to go off every, you know, two to three hours with that affirmation. The more you pay attention to the affirmation and start to feel it, the more you'll start to believe it. And this can make a huge difference to your mindset. Once the first affirmation has set in or you've started to believe it, you can then move on to other areas that you can see you struggle with. It really does make a huge impact when you're consistent. So once again, turn it into a habit. Make sure that it's a daily thing that you come back to, you come back to, you come back to, and you'll see that it does actually make a difference. So the third area the third key area, I should say, is our spiritual well-being, our connection with and our faith in God. So this is a huge one. And honestly, it affects all other areas, whether we realize it or not. A lot of mothers don't actually realize that this has a huge impact on their parenting, indirectly, of course. When we feel connected to God, we feel held we feel as though we're not doing anything alone. And in turn, that gives us the confidence and the strength to take the actions we need to. I can honestly say that if it weren't for my connection with God, making 
those physical changes that I needed to make, you know, to eat healthier, to exercise, and then the mindset work, that would not have happened. So out of all the key areas, I really believe this is the biggest and most important one. No matter where you are on your spiritual journey, you always have access to God's strength. It's our job to seek that relationship with God because it's that relationship with God that will help us to feel and experience God's strength. So the way we can best strengthen this is through prayer. We know that through prayer, through stillness with God. Now, I know that our lives can, I guess, sometimes get in the way of prayer, but starting simple with five minutes every morning and five minutes every night can begin a beautiful prayer routine. So the fourth key area is systematizing tasks, both, I guess, domestic and work that need to be done. So I know this might sound strange because we've started with three well-being points, but this is actually a really important one as well. When we systematize and make habits out of our tasks that we need to get done, we save a tremendous amount of time and energy, which frees up our mental space and in turn allows us to be more present with our kids. Another benefit is that when we systematize, we end up being more productive and this productivity helps to fuel and motivate us because we actually feel like we've accomplished things as opposed to feeling, you know, like we're behind the eight ball all the time, which can be so common in parenthood. So one simple way of doing this is to create a routine of when you do each household task or each work task. Some of my own examples are, you know, we do the dishwasher each night after dinner. Um, Each day of the week is a particular family member's washing day. Um, I complete all my admin tasks, uh, tasks, sorry, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. When we know when the tasks are getting done, We don't have to decide when they're getting done and we don't worry that they're not going to get done because we've already set aside that time. These alone can preserve so much mental space and so much energy. This doesn't have to be perfect. It, you know, some days you won't get what's on your list, but if you have it as a guide, it can be really helpful to just create that extra mental space. So one thing I did to help myself to achieve these things within my own life was I combined as many of the small habits that I could into one single routine. And this this became my morning routine. So I get up earlier than the boys, my boys. Um, I do my prayer, mindset worth, work or affirmations, um, exercise and a load of washing. So just starting the day with these small tasks, these small habits allows me to feel nourished and helps me to feel like I've accomplished something right from the get-go, which then fuels me to be more present and to be more connected with my kids throughout the day. So what small habits are you going to add to your day for your mind, for your body, for your spirit, for your task productivity? Remember to keep these small to start off with. The smaller they are, the more doable they are. And the more likely you will continue to do that task day in and day out and actually make it into a habit that sticks. So if you need help putting this into practice or you want to go deeper on, you know, the mindset work, the spiritual work, the task productivity work, 
please feel free to contact me. I love this stuff and I love helping mothers to achieve it because this is what makes the difference in our parenting. It is so much less about the strategies and the how-to and so much more about this stuff. This is what determines whether we can show up in a peaceful way in our parenting. So that's it for me today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week and keep awakening. Thanks for listening to the Mother's Awakening podcast. Go to jessicacarino.com for my masterclass on the missing pillar of peaceful parenting. Join our Mother's Awakening Facebook community or visit me on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. The links are below.